Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. Ears are lucky for listening to this podcast, and you are listening to the very first episode eight of Game Pass or Pass. Actually, it might be episode nine. Now I have to look it up. Now this is just going to be awkward. Way to go! Way to go! Keep it in. Typing. Keep it in. While I'm just typing, and I'm like, man, I really got to find the name of this episode or the the number of this episode. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it is episode eight of Game Pass or Pass. You might have heard of it by now. Hopefully. This is the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service, so you don't have to, even though we want you to play some of them. But we're going to tell you which ones are good and which ones are bad, or that you could simply pass on. Get it? Name of the show. You could pass it on as in like, hey, you should check this out, or pass it on as in like, deuces, bro. Have we nailed the outro of this yet? Pass or pass on it? Have we nailed anything on this show? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we have. At the start of this episode, let's go over some housekeeping. If you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate it. But Unless we got a lot of new Spotify. listeners. Unless you're on Spotify. Uh, you know, I, I, I think you, you scared them all away because thank God. I'm looking at the numbers and <laughs> let's let's take a look at Yoku's Island Express here. And um, not a single play from Spotify. Nailed our it. Most, We're done, guys. Our most Wrap popular episode, Gears 5. Also not a single play on Spotify. <laughs> I fucking nailed it. <laughs> So interesting. But whatever you are listening to us on, we would really, really appreciate it if you gave us a, a, a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts. It seems to be where most people are listening. Um, I don't have an Apple device. Why Do would you? You're not a dummy. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Most people are listening on iPhones. So if you could pop in and give us a review, it really helps us out. That would be fantastic. But that's all the begging I'm going to do because we have to get on with this episode, which is going to be on Super Lucky's Tale. This game is developed by Playful Corp, which I actually had never heard of them before uh, this this game, I guess you could say. Uh, but they have also created Creativerse, which is, from what I can see, it's a free-to-play game, and it looks a lot like Minecraft, so good luck with that. Uh, but they, this is kind of their only other game that they've made, uh, which they... So Lucky's Tale, which was the, the first game, was a VR exclusive, and Super Lucky's Tale was the sequel that was made for what? consoles. What? This is a sequel? It is a sequel. This is what they got. This is what I get. Really? Does, is this sequel supposed to be like a lot better, like improve on things? Like, what? what uh, 
But so, yeah, the first one, and you can actually kind of tell, we'll get into the gameplay of it, um, how you can tell this was sort of derived from a VR game, just based on the way the camera and everything. Um, so, but what's interesting about this game was, is Microsoft actually picked up this game and published it uh, for the Xbox One and the Why Xbox One X. It was also a launch title for the Xbox One X. So that's <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Really uh, pushed um, that Xbox uh, 4K. <laughs> they, 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 need, they, they need better uh, staff over there at Microsoft for picking stuff. Wow. Uh, this is an Xbox Play Anywhere game, so it is available on Xbox Game Pass for PC and console. Uh, there is DLC for this. There's two DLC packs that are $4.99 each, which add a bunch of challenge missions as well as a couple new levels. Uh, one of them is kind of a challenge pack. The other one is more of a uh, stuff pack, I guess you could say. Uh, so when it came to 1,000 pointing this game, I would probably rank it as a moderate so the thing about this one is, is that it requires a lot of repeat playthroughs unless you are like a super, super completionist and you complete everything on the first go, which is very unlikely to happen. Uh, but it also requires you to get like 100,000 coins. So you're going to be doing a lot of sort of grinding, which is not very fun. But this game actually has 2,000 achievement points when you add in the DLC. So if you actually wanted to, quote, complete this game, you would have to buy the DLC for it. So for your achievement hunters out there, probably not going to 1,000 point it, but you can get probably five or 600 points pretty easily. Xbox One X Enhanced, it, oh, let me try that again. Is it Xbox One X Enhanced? It is. So if you are running on that console, you're going to get 4K at 30 frames per second. I think it actually looks pretty nice. I'm not sure what Pastor thinks. I'm going to go with probably not. <laughs> uh, no. So, but the final thing is, uh, so we're actually, we're adding a new, a new spot here, a new thing. And what we're going to, we're going to talk about the critics take because. Wait, should we do that at the end of this show? Maybe. I don't know. What do you I think? I, I think it was, at the, I, I, I would prefer at the end of the show. How about that? All right, we'll do it at the end of the show. So, that. Super Lucky's Tale. I finished this game. You did not. Ooh, I never will. So, therefore, your opinion is invalid. No. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, this, I'm confused as to why. Uh, all right. All right here, here's Old Man Basher. All right. Back in my day, uh, kids' games were just kind of games. Like, like, uh, I grew up on Mario and Sonic and whatever. It's like I'm not saying those games were hard or whatever, but the, the, they they were definitely uh, they didn't cater to me being a dumb kid. <laughs> uh, at some point, I I, I uh, texted you like I will never let my children play this game. I, I could never do it, and I have no children to make them play this game. It's it's so it's so bland. Like, uh. It's 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 so bland, made by committees. So it's so we need a game that kids can play, and it's like, see, and that kids what, already play games. What I found interesting was is when I played this game, I never thought of it as a kids game. But then, like when I started like doing research and seeing what other people said, everyone's like, "Yeah, it's a great game for kids." And I'm like, I didn't think it was a kids game. <laughs> I thought it was Ooh. just like a platformer. Like I didn't. I never got the impression that it was targeted towards children. It is a platformers for babies. And I'm confused as to <laughs> like I'm I'm just confused at at the target audience because it's like babies don't really buy games. Like they they only buy games that parents that they tell parents to buy for them. And they're only going to tell you to buy a game that they think looks cool. 
for the most part, nothing about this game has any kind of uh, attitude, any kind of flavor, any kind of flair. I mean, like, uh, let's talk about the visuals for a second, because, I mean, you'd think this sort of cell shady or would you call it cell shady? No, I, 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 what I will say is I think the game looks good, but it doesn't look distinct. Um, right. It, yeah. Like it doesn't have like a, like if you look at it, you're not gonna be like, Oh, that's super lucky's tale. Like it doesn't, it doesn't scream style, but it doesn't look bad. Um, like I think like a game of like I think of a game like Sly Cooper for example, right? That, sure, yeah, that, I could that, see that. Game, that game is not super. It's not super hard. It's not super easy. It's 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 rated E for everyone, obviously, and it's just for everyone. Anyone can pick up and play it. It still oozes so much style and class and substance, where it's like instantly you get a feel of who Sly is and who's who his friends are and and this, this great heist they put off like it, it, everything's up on display whereas like this game really feels like like milk toast it's just like made by committee we need a kids game um semi pick an animal a rabbit done already a bear uh, we had that on the console how about a fox I go to Fox. <laughs> it's like it's just nothing about Lucky that is is, is yeah. I'll, you know, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. It, it there's nothing about it that is like I I like I don't want to say there's no quality there, but because I think there's quality there. Is, there. Yeah, yeah, there's quality. quality there, but there's no there's just no distinction. There's there's nothing about it, like you said. Like I'm not gonna if I see a, a Lucky like plushy, I'm not gonna be like oh yeah, I want that. Like, no, like I'm, I'm never going to buy a, a lucky, some lucky merchandise. You know, I'm never going to, it didn't resonate with me on that level. And I don't think it's going to resonate with anybody. Um, I mean, he's got nice shoes. I like his shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even like the, uh, so like, so, so when you're playing the game, you're collecting coins and, um, four and three leaf, four leaf clovers, other three leaf clovers. They're four because lucky, like four leaf clovers. I'm just trying to think of the graph guy. I kept popping they're, they're, up. They're, they're, they're called clovers, yeah. So. Yeah. So it's like, like your, your clovers are like your stars, kind of thing. So exactly. So like, and your coins are your rings or your coins, whatever. Right. So it's like, even those don't have any real yeah. flair to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like Super Mario Star shines. It glitters. It like. When you get Super Mario Star, the world stops because you just got a star. It's right. like opened up a Zelda chest for the first time. Whereas like Super Lucky Steel is like, ding, and it's just a four-leaf clover. But he's lucky. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you're so lucky, why does why why did you your sister get kidnapped and your world is fucking going to, going to shits? Like, what's so lucky about you? Like, like Sonic. Why do you call him Sonic? Because he runs fast. Great. Beautiful. Like, I get it. Like, Super Lucky's Tale. Like, the the, the most the most uh, descriptive thing about the title is the tail because it's spelled differently because the fox has a tail. Like, who is this game for? Why are they, like, what, what, it's, it's such a do-nothing game. I, I, I don't see the point of it. No, I, I, I agree with everything. I... This game is a solid six and a half kind of thing. Like if I had to throw a ranking on it and like the reason I say is because 
I completed the game and I I enjoyed certain parts of it. Like I liked some of the music, but what was telling for me was is that I know a lot of people, a lot of people bounced off this game super hard because on Xbox, when you get certain achievements, it'll let you know if it's a diamond achievement. That means under 10% of people that have played the game have gotten that achievement. I, a lot of them were diamonds and they were just basic progression. Um, like there, it wasn't like, you know, I went out of my way for something. It was like, just beat this world and you get the diamond achievement. And, and I don't really blame people because while I enjoyed my time with it, I have tried to play this game probably three or four times in the past and just bounced right off of it because there. What, what, what's a shame, though, is that so the game's sort of broken up into four different worlds and each world has levels inside that world. And the first one is the most generic. It's just like the the forest or whatever you want to call it, you know, like the the green hill zone kind of aspect. But the later ones are more colorful and more distinct and the better levels are in the second half of the game. But you have to sort of get through the mediocrity to get to it. And I don't blame anyone for not getting to it if that makes sense no um, yeah i yeah. mean i wish i wish because i played about two hours of this game uh and i just felt like because with a platformer what you want to do is have your character progress in a way where you're doing things you learn you're learning new new skills new tricks and then you're bringing that into the next level with you right so by the end of it you're doing things you weren't doing before in ways you weren't doing them before. With this game, like it's like they they weren't. I felt like it was almost a direction to make it so uh, so base that I never felt like Lucky ever got anything really radically new. So you have you you completed the game. Does Lucky get? anything does, does he get the zelda uh bone uh i'm sorry boomerang does he get the the sonic uh supersonic mode does he get anything that he doesn't really have from the beginning no um the only thing that sort of changes is that there's there's like these side missions i, I don't want to call them side missions but there's these side clovers that you can do and they're sort of in every level and they sort of break up the platforming with um more puzzle based um gameplay i guess you could call it and those were really enjoyable because they just kind of broke up the monotony but in terms of lucky himself no like it no it the, you 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 do the same thing from start to finish kind of thing um you never sort of because you have that like that like burrow mechanic and yeah where you can like go on the ground and that's never really used in a different way other than just get the coins underground or go under this thing and every once in a while there's a level i don't think there's any in the first world but i could be wrong to where it's almost like a an auto scroller type thing and lucky's just always running and it's sort of a reaction based time thing like either you have to jump go in you know or burrow or hit your tail to hit this button kind of thing those levels are actually i think some of the better ones just because they sort of change up the gameplay and sort of make you think in a a different way um but i so yeah it's a long way of answering your question to say Lucky doesn't change. Some of the levels change that sort of break up the monotony, but no, Lucky doesn't ever get better. Doesn't get more lucky. Yeah, yeah. Again, why is he lucky? I don't. Uh, he's got so, a scarf, man. What the fuck? Well, he has, some, 
That's what I say. He has any. He has anything really. You, yeah, you can get, get some coins, sweet sunglasses. You can yeah. buy stuff. Uh, See, so you can dress Lucky up to have uh, have you want to dress him. Like again, just something like made by committee. Just like wouldn't it be yeah. cool if we could wear a hat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I guess like a fox in a hat. Who who would have thought, huh? You can get some uh, sweet suspenders. I like the suspenders. I thought they looked cool. I mean, like, I don't. I'm gonna again. I, I, I'm gonna go back to this point again. I'm confused as to who this game is for. Do you give this game to like a a three year old and say have at it? Do you give it to an eight year old and say have at it? Like, at what point do you? Because 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 whatever child cause this is for children, obviously. So whatever child plays this game, like what age are they at, and do they know their friends are playing Call of Duty? <laughs> I, I, I still don't buy that this game is for children. I it just is. Ooh, I disagree. I just don't. I don't get that vibe at all. To to me, this is a a introduction to platforming. Like, but, but that's what the first level of every platform right is. that that that's where i draw my biggest issue with the game is that the inconsistency of difficulty and as well as the camera um so like the camera is sort of on a is axis the right word like yeah it's not cause, yeah because really move it yeah you can't really move the camera 360 it only has like three set positions which to me it feels like a layover from the vr version because if you've ever played a vr game like your head is basically the camera and obviously you, you know, most games you can't move 360 because of technical limitations, cords, et cetera. Some of you can, but so you're basically always like looking picture, like you're looking through a window style thing. And so you can kind of move your head to the left and right and move forward and back. And that's kind of the way the camera moves. It just sort of either moves to the right or moves to the left. And it sort of changes the perspective. But a lot of times this is most of the time a 3D platformer. And there were times like, oh, I'm going to make that jump. And I completely missed it. And I was just like, wait, no, like I. OK, so I go back to the jump and I turn the camera. and It's like, oh, like that jump is not nearly as accessible as I thought it was. And I wouldn't have seen that unless I turned this camera. But there's even times where since you can't turn the camera full 360, it's hard to judge some of your jumps. And the reason that like I will to this day always say like Mario Galaxy is one of the best, if not the best platformers ever made with along with Mario Galaxy 2 is because they've nailed the camera and they've nailed the jumping. Like whenever I died in that game, it was my fault. I very rarely was like, okay, like I, I couldn't judge that properly. And super lucky tale. Anytime I died, it was usually just kind of like, okay, I 90% of the time it was like, okay, like I, I thought I could make that jump and I couldn't because the camera's bad or the controls are bad or the hitbox is bad. Something like that. Yeah. I and agree. yeah, I, I got hit by a bunch of fireballs because, uh, um, because the camera's like almost level to the ground, right? And you can't tilt it, so yeah, you can't like, tilt it up or down. Yeah, right. So like, I got hit by more than a few fireballs because like I'm like, oh, I'm not in the lane of this fireball. Oh wait, I guess I am. Yeah. So and there's there's some bosses later on that like sort of paint the screen with fireballs and they shoot in a pattern, so you have to sort of jump, you know, in in the correct spot so that we don't get hit. And that was that turned out to be it wasn't like extremely difficult but i definitely died there five or six times just because i had to sort of learn where the game wanted me to jump versus where i think i should jump and that's kind of 101 for platformers you really have to be able to the platforming has to be good you know and that's that's where the game falls short for me like 
I, I can get past all of the uh, blandness of it if the platforming is good because the music's good too. Like it, it's it's good to look at. Like I'm not bored looking at it. Um, I'm not like enthralled where I am with like something like Super Mario Odyssey where everything around me, I just want to explore everything in Super Mario Odyssey because it's got so much character. I don't want to do that in Super Lucky's Tale, but if the platforming was good, at least I'd have a good time. And most of the time it was fine, but I never played it and was like, oh, this is fantastic kind of thing. I was just kind of like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> so no, Yeah, I'll agree with that. The, um, the, if the platforming was better, I would have more fun with it. And I mean, I joked with you, like, I hate this game because he doesn't go fast, like Sonic. But yeah. uh, that's kind of, that's that's also one of the, the I feel like it's one of the tip-offs for, tip offs for me, where, I'm, where I realized who this game is made for, because it's like, he moves so slow and floaty. It's like, it's you, it's definitely made for for, a, for an audience who, who who they who they believe is not ready for someone to make a quick fast jump or a, or, or a difficult jump really like it's all kind of it's all kind of just blandly like laid out and it's like I'm not quite sure if if I'm not quite sure if this is a is a VR game all right. I think this is a VR game for children that they tried to port over and a lot of the the fun mechanics are lost because it lacks the the uh for lack of a better word, the attitude of a console. Yeah, I I I will agree that I, I definitely feel like the the VR part of it uh because with with VR, like I, I, it's hard to talk about. Because if you have you ever played it, I don't think you've ever played a VR platformer, have you? Uh, I played that Spider Man game. Yeah, it does that, doesn't does count. count. No, it doesn't he, count. He jumps. Um, yeah, but so like I'm thinking more of like Astrobot or Moss nah, or something nah. like that. To where because the where VR really helps in platforming, and if you've never played it, it's hard to describe. But because you're sort of in the way you're looking at it, you can judge the jumps and the platforming so much better. And that fundamentally changes how the game feels because you're you're much more confident in in your skills. And it also allows you to sort of hide things in different ways. And and it's this game feels like it just removed all of the things that that were only accessible in VR and then just sort of built on that template. Instead of actually making the gra- the game, the, the game from the ground up. Without VR, they just sort of removed the VR parts and then built it. So that's where I, the blandness just sort of comes from, and it just, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> nah, it's, it's 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 really, not, and the thing is, like, it's not. I mean, although I hate this game, I truly do. <laughs> uh, it's not a bad game. It's not badly made, per se. Like, I played worse games. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, like, it, it, it's not the worst game on on Game Pass, probably. However, um, it is so just unbelievably bland. And like, the worst thing you could do for me in a video game is be like bland or boring. I'm just like, what's the point of you? Like, right. why do you exist? So, Super Lucky Tales should have been. It it like like I could definitely see like if this was if this was, if I played this in VR. 
in the in and it put me in this world where I because because VR is a whole different animal in terms of control. So like if I'm making those jumps myself and seeing the way these things look, the seeing the seeing the environment is different. Right. Pull the camera back out and like play third person. It's like all you're doing is playing a very, very slow platformer with childlike puzzles and systems where it's like I the you you lost the entire audience, I feel like. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um I think I I don't want to repeat ourselves, so I I think it's fair to say that while this isn't a bad game, I think it's hard to like I I don't want to say like you shouldn't play it. I want to like, say that. Like yeah, That's but like saying. so the, the whole point of this is we, we try to say whether you should pass on it or pass it on, you know, and I pass on it. I agree. But the thing is, is that I could also say that. But for who, though? Like, that's, that's, that's right. My that's, question. I, I guess that that's where I'm, you know I'm, I'm saying? having like having this... an issue. It's just like, I don't think there's anything wrong with this game. Like in terms of like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, like there, there's nothing about this game. That's just gonna be like, okay, this is impossible. Like you shouldn't play this. But at the same time, but I also have an issue because it's like if someone asked me to pick a platformer on Xbox, that's, I'm just like, mm, that's funny. I don't. Why would anybody ask you that's an Xbox? Uh, somebody, I mean, Microsoft clearly thought they needed one. <laughs> I, if you bought an Xbox, you want to play Gears of War and racing games. Um, may and third party. I mean. You, 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 they even lost that this 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 time. right this time around yeah but so but like so then like the issue becomes when it like the only thing that I can that comes to mind is like rhyme maybe and <laughs> and Christ. I really like rhyme but it's not really a platformer per se and we already talked about the messenger but the messenger is a whole different type of platform so it's hard like if you have game pass and and you want like as a game on game pass you can't really get anything else. So it, so like, it's, it's hard to be like, you should pass on it, but as a game, you should definitely pass on it. <laughs> so, Oh man. If that makes uh, sense, what I just said, it, no, it, 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 it kind of does. Right. Like if you told me like, I want to play something like what's the closest thing to just like a basic platformer I can get. That's the only answer. And because like Yoku's Island Express is technically a platformer. Right, like, is that technically a platformer? Technically, it is. <laughs> Who's judging these? Um, I mean, like, I guess Ori in the Blind Forest, but that's still. I don't. I, I think this is a problem from Microsoft in general. In <laughs> right. So, but I think we can come to consensus. Pass on it. Don't. You, your your time is better spent elsewhere on on Super Lucky's Tale. Um, even though I finished it and I enjoyed it, I still just can't, I can't really, I, I can't pass it on in good faith. Unless you're a giant baby. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're a giant, like, okay. So like, hear me out. If you are a grown person, you have grown person skills. However, you are a baby. This is the perfect game for you. <laughs> That's extremely specific. <laughs> but 
but I, I'll go with it, I guess. <laughs> so uh, this this random randomizer is not doing it for us, huh? I mean, we we got we, we got shot in the foot twice. Yeah, they can't. They can't. They can't, we can't get hit three times in a row, right? I don't know. Can we? We're gonna find out. So. That's going to do it for this episode in terms of Super Lucky's Tale. But as always, and not as always. Hold on, hold on. We got, you forgot your, your, your new segment. Oh, the critics take. So we're going to say we, pass on it. Yeah, we and will. Just to, to see what other people are saying, the average score for this game is around a six. So I think we're pretty dead on. Um, couple reviews. Here's a couple of highlights. Super Lucky's Tale is a simple yet engaging platforming game that all ages can enjoy thanks to its pick-up-and-play experience. The game, however, may be too simple for some, and the easy and short experience may be a turnoff. Super Lucky's Tale is a classic platformer with some problems like impossibility to control the camera and imprecision during jumps. So I think we're, we're sort of agreeing with the general consensus on this one. Um, so that's interesting, whereas the Super Lucky... Not Super Lucky's Tale... Uh, what was the other one? Yoku's Island Express, we were on the high side where a lot of people were kind of more in the eight range. Now I'm like, no, that game's fucking amazing. So that's perfect ten. Yeah, that game's that game's fucking incredible. So uh so, but a couple things. Uh we are gonna we're, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna we're gonna roll the randomizer on this one. Uh but with Gears of War five or sorry, Gears Five being our most popular episode, uh we wanted to say that at the end of October, uh hope we should have an episode before then, hopefully. Uh, the Outer Worlds is going to be debuting on Game Pass. So that's the game from, um, shit, Obsidian. And that's the newly acquired studio from Microsoft. And that game will be debuting on Game Pass. So we're going to play that one for that end of October, early November. But before then, it's time to spin that wheel. Oh, man. Oh, man. I got to load up the app because I forgot to. <laughs> All right, I'm going to click this button. Are we ready? Uh, no, we're not ready. It's going right, to be bad, bad Three, news. two, uh, one. Oh, shit. I <laughs> what? I don't know if we can... <laughs> I don't know if we can do this one. Wait, what? Well, okay. So what we have landed on is Killer Instinct. By accident. This is really random. It was random. I almost need to take. So, th- what's... Oh, man. That's a tough beast to to tackle. Um, Because, man, that's... This might, this might break up the podcast, because if I don't like this game... I'm going to be livid. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. But the, but the problem with Killer Instinct is that I don't think that we'll be able to get through... And really play that game in a week or two time. What you know does what I'm that saying? even mean? It's a fucking versus fighting game. Right. But I think for a Killer Instinct, I think we have to play each other a lot. And we are not on the same skill level. No offense. <laughs> like, I have played a lot of I'll Killer I'll have you know, I jumped up to your level in Mario Tennis pretty quickly. Oh, man. So, do we go with... Do, do we roll again? Or do we go with Killer Instinct? Uh... How about this? I'm going to download Kill, Kill Instinct anyway, so I can learn a basic move or two. All right. And then you hit the randomizer, and we will circle back to Killer Instinct. Okay. That's fair. Because that's actually, like, I never even thought of Killer Instinct, and that's actually fascinating to me because... I have been trying to get someone else to play that game. <laughs> for anybody fun. else. Like, anybody, because <laughs> I... 
I like that game <laughs> a lot. So, all right, let me pull up this app again. All right, Randomizer. Already played that game. Halo Wars Definitive Edition. Uh, uh, froze. There we go. Uh, Oxenfree. Oxenfree? Oxenfree from Night School Studios. I've actually, I've played this game. Have you I, played this game? Ox, no. Like, no. It looks, it looks indie. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's, it's indie. It's oh, indie. Oh, fuck. So. Oh, I hate indie games. <laughs> well, Yoko's an indie game, I guess. Yeah, that's I, true. So I, I hate these indie games. Oh, so you, like, you, you guys I know what I'm know. talking about. You, know what? you guys I, know what I'm, I'm talking about. Right off the I'm, bat. I say I'm pulling, these indie games. We're, we're totally, we are, we are screwing the system up. I want a game neither one of us has played. All right. I'm hitting the randomizer until we get to a game that neither one of us has freaking <laughs> played. All right. Hitting the game, hitting the button. Here we go. I've already played Snake Pass. <laughs> okay, great. I've already played Dead Rising 4. <laughs> I played that too. I've already played Oxen Free. <laughs> this one's a long spin. Uh, it's just going to keep spinning, I guess. Uh, I think I broke it. <laughs> oh, Killer Instinct. God damn it. <laughs> did we play all again the Game Pass? All right, podcast over, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Episode eight. Show. All right, here we go. Found one. Operancina, the Stolen Son. What? Never heard of it. Zen Studios, modern homage to the classic first-person dungeon crawlers that take you to the land of Operancina, a unconventional fantasy world inspired by a faraway land referenced in countries, countless Hungarian folk tales. An old-school turn-based battle system combined with inspiration from Central European mythology to offer a RPG experience that feels unique yet also familiar. So, uh, this is it. We are going to be playing Operancia, The Stolen Sun, on the next episode. And then possibly the episode after that will be Killer Instinct. And then possibly the episode after that will be The Outer Wilds. All right. I, we sort of abused the, the, the button there, but... Well, for, for good reason. Right. Because I, I feel like we kept playing stuff that I had already played, which I think put... I don't want to say like it defeats the purpose of the podcast, but I like I, I want something that's neither one of us have played, which I guess is kind of my fault because I play too much stuff. Like I'm definitely that person on Game Pass that will like, oh, this looks fine, and I'll play it and put six hours into it and be like, ah, that sucked. <laughs> so, but all right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Hit that like, no, nope, don't hit that like button because there isn't one. Subscribe to us and hit that review button on whatever podcast service you're listening to. It really helps us out. You can find us on Twitter at play underscore tested and you can also find us on youtube at play tested if you want to see some of our reviews or i guess it's mainly mine just did a review on doom annihilation the straight to dvd and blu-ray doom movie uh uh was it great <sighs> you definitely want to pass on that one <laughs> Definitely going to pet. But if you want to see why, go check it out. Uh, NBC Universal tried to do a copyright strike on me, and I sent them Yo. a angry letter saying fair use. They said okay, so you can now watch it. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time with Operancia, whatever I called it. Frozen Sons. There you go. 